Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. It is time to get up with the clock. Tick tock ticking in New England. Is today the day the era comes to an end? We're live with the latest. Plus, we're zeroing in on the wildest of the wild cards. If love conquers all this weekend, will the boss of the boys be out of a job? Speaking of which, it's getting noisy in Philly. Why Monday night could be the end if the birds go by, eagles by. All that and a whole lot more. Let's do this thing on a Wednesday morning. Graziano, get into the act. Come on. No, you got Jeff, a little bit of that. Jeff just loves the idea of coaching vacancies. <laughs> well, we That's all it is. That's all it is. We got the Eagles, uh, the right. Eagles, and we've got a Hawk with us this morning. Hawk Let's is go. Great we to go. see you. All right, we got so much football to get to. But we have to begin with an epic, epic. rant from an NBA coach last night. The best. Let me show you how this thing went down. We got Raptors, Lakers, all right? I'm just going to show you the last five minutes of this game. The Lakers are down by five, but LeBron is bringing them back. Now it's a three-point game. Next L.A. possession. It's LeBron again. He had 22 points, 12 rebounds. That one ties the game. Three minutes left. Austin Reeves getting in on the act. Lakers down by one. Look at the range from Reeves. Lakers take a two-point lead. Next L.A. possession. LeBron. Anthony Davis. Yes, plus the foul. Davis would shoot 11 free throws in the fourth quarter alone. 11. Last night. Now the Raptors. We got a kick out to Gary Crent Jr. He's going to knock that down. Toronto with a one-point lead. Ensuing Laker possession. Good game. Back and forth. Here's Davis again. He had 41. 30 seconds left. Raptors down three. After the Lakers have shot 23 foul shots in the fourth quarter. R.J. Barrett gets called for an illegal screen on what would have been a game-tying bucket. Instead, the Lakers hold on to win it, 132-131. Let me once again read you these numbers. Those are the free throws in the fourth quarter alone. Mm. The 21 additional foul shots in the fourth quarter, the largest differential in the NBA this year. And so now, just sit back and listen. This is Raptors coach Darko Ryakovich. He wasn't pleased. What happened tonight, this is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws in in the fourth quarter. Like, how to play the game. I I understand uh, respect for all-stars and all that, but we have star players on our team as well. How's possible is Scotty Barnes, who is all-star caliber player in this league. He goes every single time to the rim with force and trying to get, get uh, to, to the rim without flopping and, and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two uh, free throws for the whole game. How is that possible? How are you going to explain that, that to me? They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we can show up for the game. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. This is not happening first time for us. 
Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding it back. It's a complete crap. Get him, <laughs> Jeff. Get him. <laughs> Jeff, he starts with BS yeah, and ends with crap. Yeah. That man made a shame. I respect <laughs> He didn't blink one time. He was in, He was bro. locked in. He was oh, in. God. I don't like talking about officiating, but if you're going to do it, that's, that's the way. It. Yeah, uh, let it all out. Anthony Davis shot 11. It was 11 of 11 from the line in the fourth quarter. Austin Reeves, they shot 23 foul shots in the fourth quarter. LeBron shot none of them. That's unbelievable. Uh, and so that's how the game goes. Anyway, what, Hawk, you enjoy that? I enjoyed it. I mean, that's one of the legendary press conferences. It goes Ooh, up there with the no Herm Edwards. I mean, yeah. all, every time we see those rings, I agree. That will now be in there. Absolutely. It's pure crap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Having said Great that, welcome aboard the NFL coaching carousel, my friends. We got six vacancies in counting. That's right, six, because yesterday Mike Vrabel was fired in what can only be described as a terrible decision by the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> he was fired after six seasons, the first four highly successful. He was coach of the year in 2021. The last two years, the Titans ended up with a losing record, and so they make the decision they need to move on. Many people will connect the dots from Mike Vrabel to Foxborough. We know he played for Bill Belichick so long and so well in New England, and we are, of course, waiting for a decision there uh, from the Patriots on Belichick's future. This is a decision that could come at any moment. Belichick met with Patriots owner Robert Kraft on Monday. Those meetings could continue. Mike Reese is standing by. He told me before the program he is on high alert. So up to the minute. Again, no one covers this team better than you do or longer than you have. What can you tell us right this moment about Bill Belichick's future? Well, let's start with this, Greeny. Bill Belichick had said he's going to meet with Robert Kraft, and that could be a series of meetings. So I'm told that process continues. The sense I get speaking to people around the organization is that they feel that Belichick's time with the Patriots is nearing an end. But until that happens, one way or another, a decision is made, it continues to hover over this organization. Well, and, and, and also hovering will be a former linebacker who caught some touchdowns and some Super Bowls for them, and that is Vrabel. Um, with the Titans uh, making that decision yesterday, a lot of people, as I said, will connect those dots. What should we think about Mike Vrabel suddenly being available and how that may play into this? So my strong sense talking to people around the Patriots organization is that any decision on Belichick is completely independent of Vrabel's sudden availability. So it isn't like, Greeny, that they say, oh, oh my goodness, Mike Vrabel's there. We got to move on a Belichick decision. Step back, big picture. Team owner Robert Kraft is 82 years old. It's hard to imagine that he hasn't thought of potential succession plans for Bill Belichick. So I'd say this, Vrabel's a wild card in the whole discussion, but it would be aggressive to me to say he suddenly shoots to the top of any succession plan list. Okay, Mike, you stay with us because we're going to need you as we go here. Let me come to Dan Graziano, mm -hmm. who, of course, is working the phones and talking to everyone across the league. What is the general sentiment around the NFL about what the Patriots might do here with Belichick, and if they do make a change, what direction they may go? Yeah, hearing very much similar to what Mike is, I think there's a widespread expectation that when the dust settles here, Belichick is no longer the coach. Now, I don't think anybody's willing to go 100% yet because it's Belichick, right? It's a unique situation. No one's ever been a six-time Super Bowl champion. So uh, that gives people hesitation. But I do think 
think the expectation is that at some point this job does come open. Uh, Vrabel is an easy connection to make uh, because of his success as a coach, because he's beloved. He was just inducted into the Patriots Hall of Fame a couple of months ago yeah. uh, up in Foxborough. So, uh, but yes, I think it is important to stress what Mike just said. They're making a Bill Belichick decision in Foxborough. Is he going to continue to be the coach or not? Once they do that, it's about, well, who replaces him. Very often you hear, like, don't get rid of the coach unless you know what you're moving into and make sure it's something better. I think this is the rare case where the, where the status of Belichick deserves the, a level of respect of, like, this is, a, this is a thumbs up or thumbs down on this, and then we can figure out what comes next. Every owner will tell you they got a list of guys, um, uh, potential head coach candidates, uh, in their desk. Uh, regardless of how they feel about their current head coach, because you never know how situations will change. I'm sure that Robert Kraft has a list, and I'm sure Mike Vrabel's been on it for some time. Hawk, you were there, uh, albeit briefly, but yes, but yes, in, in the, within the Patriots, sure. had a cup of coffee there. Yeah. But you know, the coffee is good there. Yeah, it's great. Um, so, so <laughs> give me your sense of this. Yeah. Is it your sense if if they do decide to make a move away from Belichick, Vrabel feels like it would be continuity on at least some level. He obviously brings a lot of experience and a lot of success that he had in Tennessee. Look, I'll, I think he's a fantastic coach. I don't mm -hmm. know what they're doing in Tennessee. Right. No one gets better by getting rid of that guy. What is your sense of all this? Yeah, I think he's a perfect fit for New England. And the question would be, well, should they go outside of what they're used to seeing in New England? And I think the answer is no. I think the problem with Bill Belichick is he couldn't evolve with the game of football. And that sounds crazy to say about the best coach ever in the NFL. But this day and age of players is different than it used to be. And that military style of running an organization is gone. Young players are different from even when I played and I retired just six years ago. It works with an older style player when Tom Brady is there. For Mike Rabel, he's the kind of guy with those kind of connections. He's connected to this generation of football player, but he still understands the culture of New England, which is different. And you won't understand it and you don't understand it unless you've been there. Well, that's an interesting way to take this thing. And Jeff, everyone knows that you had that stint last year where you went back and you're yeah. trying to deal with these players and they were in a terrible, so all of them knew that the whole thing was in a state of right. flux and, and, and prepared for change anyway. Do you believe this is about Belichick, the coach, or do you believe this is about the talent that he's working with, which, of course, the finger no, still gets pointed back to him. Talent, yeah. right? I mean, you look at this defense, and they play each and every week like they played for 24 years in New England. They are a legit defense that gives you – they are prepared. They are put together. They don't have any talent. Like, when you talked about them before the season, there was no fear of anybody on their offense. You looked at their entire offense and go, who scares you, right? I mean, and it, whether it was Matt Jones, that, whatever. It doesn't make any difference. They didn't have the talent. That was the That's the area that Bill Belichick has failed in New England. And so, in my opinion, you're talking about whether it's Vrabel. You know, so, if you're thinking about the new NFL, and we're talking about new whatever, well, you better find ways to score, right? You better find ways to put up points. Yeah. They're 30th in scoring, right? Yeah. Tennessee, the last two years, has been 29th. There ain't a lot of growth in that. So if you are going to go, you better look at a philosophical difference or a change if you're Robert Kraft because bringing in the same stuff to me says, why would you move off of Bill Belichick if that's the style you want to go to? Because you got the best who's ever done it, and you're going to go to somebody who's learned under him as opposed to, I just that, that's the word I don't understand. I just think we have to be careful about, about positioning Vrabel as Belichick part two. Right? Like, we know that the history of Belichick coaches going elsewhere as head coaches has not been successful. Right. Vrabel did not coach for Bill I Belichick. I agree with that. He yeah. only played for him. Sure. Right? And he, has, he went to Tennessee and established very much his own thing. For sure. I don't think anybody in Tennessee or who's observed him there would say, oh, he's doing it just like Belichick would. Vrabel's his own guy with his own program. So I do think that we, sh we should be a little bit careful when we talk about would this be a shift. I do think it would be a shift. And I think Vrabel has enough – 
um, uh, self-confidence in what he yeah. does. Let, 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 me, he make sure I'm, let me make sure I'm, I'm clarifying yeah. myself. I'm talking about an offensive-driven philosophy versus right. a defense-driven philosophy. That is my point. Not, not, a, not a culture or how you're going to structure or the vision you're trying to cast. I'm talking about are you moving to an offensive-minded, you know, the Sean McVay type, yeah, right? right? Are you moving that direction or are you staying defensive-minded? Let me get Reese back into the conversation here. Mike, the one thing you told me last week, and I've quoted this multiple times, that you feel 100% comfortable or confident saying is that Belichick wants to coach next year, be it in New England or somewhere else. Some of us will look at the time that this is taking and wonder if it suggests that the trade is a possibility here. One of the many ways this thing can go is that the Patriots can seek compensation if Belichick winds up going someplace else. What, what is your sense of, of all of that and of where Belichick might land if indeed it isn't back in Foxborough next year? So, Greeny, I feel strongly he wants to coach. He said that at the end of the, the last game of the season, how much he still enjoys coaching. The whole trade scenario, to me, doesn't seem like it's trending in that direction. Mm. It's more about respect. 24 years of pouring your heart and soul into the Patriots organization. I don't think the Robert Kraft is sitting here saying, I have an asset, I want to get something for him. Um, I think it's more sorting everything out over the last 24 years and figuring out how best for everyone to move forward, whether it's Belichick staying in New England or ending up somewhere else. Right, that's really, this is why I like having Reese on, because I make these assumptions and he tells me I'm wrong. Yeah, it's, the sec- <laughs> it's the second week in a row this has happened. We all try to tell you that. You just listen to it. To my- <laughs> He's the only one that I pay more. attention to. He's got that gravitas. All right, Reese, stay close by. Again, you are on alert. Any minute now we could get news out of there, and we will go back. In the meantime, we turn our attention to Wild Card Weekend. Are Dak and the Cowboys on upset alert? And if so, could the coach have some issues? We're talking about that, plus a similar situation in Philadelphia. Wait till you hear what Shannon Sharp says the Eagles need to do to try and get themselves a win on Monday night. Yeah. Oh, don't you don't miss this. Don't it's miss next. it. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from $25 and under to $100 and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like For the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. 
So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. Back on Get Up, and the next game is called One and Done or Super Bowl Run. Mm. Jeff Saturday, I'll start with you. The Chiefs, the reigning champs. Do you think they're more likely to be one and done or go on a Super Bowl run? Well, one of your favorite songs says, my mind keeps telling me no, but my body, my body keeps telling me yes. I'm going to lean with run here. It's hard for me to go against Mahomes. As bad as they played, as awful as they looked, you just something about Mahomes, the magic, great defense. Can they get this thing done? There's no way I'm going to say Kansas City's done. What song is that? Yeah, I don't it's know your song. favorite song. I, it is? I don't even Just know what song Google it. it. Google it. Okay, I'll look it up. I don't know, you know what song you're talking about? No, I didn't. Okay, we don't know the song. Hawk, one and done or Super Bowl run Chiefs. What do you think? Uh, Lions or Chiefs? No, Chiefs. Chiefs. We got them up on the street. I'm going to go run. My bad. I'm, uh, oh, I'm going to yeah, go run. Yeah, yeah, like, they have the best player in, in, in football right now. To, to Jeff's point, you can't bet against them. There's this thing when you get to the, the postseason that the players who have been there, the players who understand the gravitas of the scenario, they rise to the occasion. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes understands that he's done this year in and year out. You'd be crazy to go against him. Now I understand the game and the screen. I do come to you on the Lions. We'll do another one here. No. Lions, <laughs> one and done, more likely that they are one and done in these playoffs or they go on a Super Bowl run? Of those two options, I got to go with one and done. I'm sorry, Detroit Lions fans, but the reality is the formula to beating the Lions is out there. If you pressure Jared Goff, he turns into a different quarterback. With no Sam Laporta, who, respect to Amon Ross St. Brown, is probably their best route runner this week. If they make it past the Rams, at some point they got to see the Cowboys pass rush, which they did okay with, but when they get to the San Francisco 49ers, that could get ugly. Well, look, I mean, if... if the, the, the NFC playoffs are the 49er invitational, right? So I, I get we're looking at it that way. But do you see Detroit? If Detroit winds up in Dallas where they just played that thriller, can they get out of that? Uh, no. I think. Listen, I, this is the way I think. I think the Rams, honestly, they match up great with the Lions. And that's unfortunate for the Lions as good a season they've had. Not only what, what Hawk just said, but on their defense. They give up the most big plays or explosive plays in the NFL Stafford is fourth in the NFL. That's like those, well. those things, yep. those things, it just it just doesn't bode. Everything that the weakness and the strength just leans towards the Rams right now. All right, Graziano, I've got the defending NFC champs for yeah. you, the Eagles, who have been struggling. All in. That would really be the understatement of, of the week <laughs> to say they're struggling. Do they look more likely to be one and done or go on a Super Bowl run? They look more likely to be one and done. And, and look, I mean, I have full respect for what they did last year. Right now, this is not that team. They've lost five games out of their last six. The only team they beat in that stretch was the Giants, to whom they also lost during that stretch. Right. So uh, they're banged up. They are, they, are they are not playing well on either side of the ball. They're going on the road to Tampa, a team that actually has been finishing the season hot. Uh, I think I think it's a it's a tough setup for the Eagles this week. The one good thing they have going for them is they have an extra day because the Monday night game right. gets some of these guys a little healthier, but it's going to be tough. Including the quarterback and the receiver. That's the point. Like, their two most important offensive players are yeah. also both hurt. But Jeff was on the show yesterday as the Eagles have been struggling. Jeff was on first take when Shannon Sharp offered the following solution to their offensive woes. Listen to this. I just recommend they just line up in the tush push from start to finish, first down, second down, third down, and just run that. Because that seems to be the only thing that works consistently, guys. 
<laughs> what do you think of that, Jeffrey? That was well played. He's not wrong. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You're like, you think everybody's like, well, it gets you three plays. I mean, three, three yards. Hey, well, let's just keep going, yards, right? That would work. We can get there. Three every time. Yeah, right? we can get there. Two so. every time, it doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. That's why the math adds up. But you just got to go get it. Can yeah. they, they – well, that's our game Monday night. Yeah. Can they get this thing fixed? Or, I don't know that it has to be fully fixed, but can they get it to a place they can beat Tampa? And I mean, to Graz's point, the Bucks are playing better. Yeah. But this is not San Francisco. Right, right. No, yeah. This is a game they should win or certainly could win. Can they do it Monday Here night? Here is my problem with the Eagles. They played Wink Martindale – and you knew, you know, when you get off the bus, what that defense is good. They're gonna blitz you all day, all day, all day. And they had no plan for the blitz. They're gonna go face Todd Bowles, who is gonna blitz you until you hit big plays. If AJ Brown isn't there or is hobbled in some type of way, it's hard to make defenses pay or fear to get out of that blitz. They have not shown you they have an identity or a plan to fix the problems that show up each and every week. They do less of what they did last year. They have no motion. They're very static. All of those things lead you to say defense, pin your ears back and come at us, and you gotta hurt quarterback. That, that just, I, I just, it's scary. For, and oh, by the way, that's the offense. Right, <laughs> the defense right. is a thousand times yeah. worse. Yep. Quite candidly. So, so Hawk, here's what's happening. I got people. I, I got. I got people that. Uh, I got a Hembo and all these Eagles fans. <laughs> If they lose on Monday night, oh. they're calling for the coach's job. What? Nick Sirianni had this team in the Super Bowl Come 11 on, months ago. He wants them fired. Fired! No. What do you think? That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridi- I mean, that's is the it ridiculous? problem with today. Yeah, it is they're ridiculous. banging the drum. I get it. They're not playing well. It's been a tough season. Even though they started the season 10-1. and one. Right. This is the problem with today's football. You can't complain on one end that football isn't as good as it used to be, and then on a six-game skid, you decide to get rid of your coach who was in the Super Bowl a year ago. Or turn on your quarterback who turned the franchise back into a Super Bowl contender. I get it. They have to play better. It has not felt good throughout the season. But at some point, you have to give people the opportunity to figure it out. No Two different offensive, co- uh, different yeah, offensive coordinators, exactly two right. different defensive coordinators. Give them a year at least to say, hey, let's recalibrate what's going on here. Graz, yesterday you kind of poo-pooed this, and then the day went on, the idea of Sirianni baby being on a hot seat, no, and then they were banging the drum, and I, I feel like in your notes you oh, suggested that it's getting noisier. I think it's I think it's I don't think you should rule it out, right? Because I, I think if, if, if the organization decides, like, it's gotten bad there, like, you know, yeah. inside the building, culturally, all that kind of thing, you know, I don't – I think they've shown in the past that they're not afraid to move on, right? right. Doug Peterson was just two years removed from winning yeah. the winning. Super Bowl, yeah. which no other coach in the history of the organization has ever done, and they got rid of him because of the way that season ended. So, uh, I'm not I, – I think it's, it's worth keeping an eye on if things go very badly for them Monday night in Tampa and then you're looking at the last two months and going, this, is, this right. is not it. That, that's what I would say. If they show the same kind of ineptitude that was shown last week, right? Like you, you walk in there and you haven't shown that, listen, we're going to pick this up. We're going to figure a way. Even if players don't make the exact plays, at least if you show that the plan – Pulling guys in the end of the first quarter does not bode well against the freaking New York Giants. Like, that is not good. Right. So, if they have that kind, but again, I'm, I'm with Hawk, man. Like, yes. Sirianni, man, like, are you serious? The dude was in the Super Bowl, two new coordinators, and he, I know he went to Patricia. He should have done, but whatever. Like, he'll get it right. You got to give somebody time yes. to make changes. I want to make that clear. I'm talking about what I think could For happen. Sure. No, I know. Not what I think should happen. No, no. Absolutely, they should keep him and continue to let him build yeah. that. No, we all he's, understand, he's, yeah. he deserves we all understand that. that is not a city that has an enormous amount of patience. That's Himbo correct. don't care. No, Himbo don't care. No, he don't. <laughs> move on. He's ready to move on. And candidly, when you've lost Himbo, 
What it's difference over. does anything else it's make? Over. As we continue, we're going to Big <laughs> Look at the man. Look at the man. Would you want to cross that man? Coming up. If love conquers all this weekend, will the boss of the boys be out of a job? Should he be? Wait till you hear the big fella. Chris Canty's got a lot to say. Hembo, crunch a number for crying out loud. Crunch a number, Hembo. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. We are back on Get Up, and it is time to play the game that is sweeping the nation. It is called Can He or Can't He, and it features the big fella Chris Canty, good enough to make his way over from unsportsmanlike on ESPN yeah, Radio. Yeah. Oh, show them quick. Uh, I, I, I don't even have my shoes. I had a wardrobe change with the shoes. And we I did keep it. the slippers on while I'm doing the radio show, but I didn't realize it. I didn't even get my loafers on properly, G. But he looks But great. I had to make sure I was on time for you. <laughs> you had to. And you had to be looking absolutely. your best, and you absolutely do. No doubt. All right, let's go through some canny or canties here. Can the great Patrick Mahomes 
bring this Chiefs team back to the Super Bowl. He can't, G. He can't. And listen, I get that the offense looked a lot better against the Cincinnati Bengals at the end of the regular season, but here's the deal. The Bengals have the second-worst offense in the NFL, and the Chiefs receivers led the league in drops. Let's quote Giselle Bunchen. Pat Mahomes, the quarterback, he can't throw it and catch it, and that's the problem. As good as their defense is, I don't think they can overcome the youth, the inexperience, and the lack of being fundamentally sound on the offensive side with the skill position. So we know who his wife is, too. Maybe Brittany feels that. Maybe Taylor Swift will write a song. Probably. About probably. That. One way or another. All right, so they're struggling badly. Let's talk about the player that he faced in the Super Bowl a year ago. Jalen Hurts. We were just talking about the struggles of the Eagles. Can he bring this team to the Super Bowl? He can. There's something not quite right with the Philadelphia Eagles, and you're seeing it in what was supposed to be the soft part of their schedule. They they limped in a game at home against the New York Giants. They lost to the Arizona Cardinals with James Conner ran roughshod over them. And then they lost in a regular season finale against the New York Giants where Tyrod Taylor had a messed up thumb. He threw for over 300 yards. Mm -hmm. Eagles defense is the worst in the NFL. Not the worst in the playoff field, the worst in the NFL. They can't stop a nosebleed. And then on top of that, the issues are exacerbated because they don't have the consistent run game that they did a year ago. And their quarterback is not fully healthy, which means he's not a threat to be as dynamic as we've seen Jalen Hurts in the past. No, absolutely. The, The Eagles look like they will be fortunate to get out of Monday night. In Tampa, let me give you their arch rival then. Can Dak Prescott lead these Dallas Cowboys to the Super Bowl? Can he or can't he? He absolutely can. And I thought last weekend was big for them, getting the win over the Washington Commanders, making sure that they can host not just one home playoff game, but two home playoff games. The Dallas Cowboys at home, 8-0 this season, averaging 37 points a game and plus 170 when it comes to point differential at home. It's amazing how this team is at home especially the guys on the defensive side of the ball. Dak Prescott playing at a near MVP level. Top five offense, top five defense. This is a really good chance for this team to go on a deep playoff run. Okay, and and then there are many because the bottom always seems to fall out for this team who will wonder what might happen if they don't. So Jerry Jones keeps getting asked about the future of his head coach, Mike McCarthy. He keeps answering in somewhat cryptic fashion. I don't know how it could be any clearer. Coach McCarthy's under contract for next year. And so that's not an issue. I've said I couldn't be more pleased with what he's done, and I really mean it. He's the big difference this year. I certainly haven't sat down here right in the middle of the playoffs and started talking to him about something like a contract or something like that. Why would you do that? This is where he needs to have. He, by the way, is the busiest cat in all of Texas. Now, you talking about a one-armed paper hanger being busy, he is that. <laughs> My man, Jerry. No one says words better than Jerry Jones does. He's, uh, but, but the words he did not say, and he continues not to say them, are, yeah. oh, yeah, come hell or high water, Mike McCarthy is my coach next year, which has led some people to suggest that Mike McCarthy might be coaching for his job on Sunday Chris Canty, are you one of those people? Yes, I am. Because if you lose at home with a team that is with a quarterback in his first year as the full-time starter, that represents a problem. And and especially when you put the context around it, this team is going to get exponentially more expensive this offseason. C.D. Lamb is going to want to be the highest-paid receiver in the NFL. Michael Parsons is going to be the highest-paid defensive player. Both of those numbers are going to be over $30 million average. Dak Prescott is going to have a contract that's going to flirt with $60 million a year. Jerry wants the return on investment when it comes to what he's going to have to pay these guys out. And so, to me, 
when you look at the playoff field, knowing that your quarterback is probably the best one in the NFC going into the postseason, you've got to find a way to go on a deep playoff run. It's been 27 years yep. since they've been to a conference championship game. They've got to get it done. And don't give me the excuse about, all oh, three straight years of 12 wins in the regular season. We've seen coaches in the NFL get fired when it comes to them getting to the postseason and coming up short. Mike Malarkey from the Tennessee Titans, John Fox with the Denver Broncos, Tony Junji with the Tampa Bay Bucks, Steve Mariucci with the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, Marty Schottenheimer had a 14-2 record and got clipped. It happens, and those are just in the 2000s. So it's not like we don't have a precedent for moving on from a head coach, even if he has a playoff appearance. The man did his research. Oh, now, yeah. when I brought this up this morning in the meeting, I said, and by the way, Stephen A. Smith is on your side with this. But I said, you know, Canty's, what did you say, Jeff? Canty is high. <laughs> That's what I said. If you know it's, everybody knows it's true. How are you going to fight? Listen, how did it work out for the Chargers when they fired him? How does it work out for teams that try to move on from these guys and go do whatever they're talking about doing? Listen, at the end of the day, Mike McCarthy has won 12 games. He has a top five offense, a top five defense. You talk about the numbers they're about to have. You don't think he managed Aaron Rodgers and all those receivers in Green Bay? By the way, they've won. He's coached 17 years. And, and here's the hard part for me. Mike McCarthy, bitch, I ain't a fan of Mike McCarthy. But as a coach, the dude can coach, bro. Like, 17 years he's had four losing seasons, and two of them he lost Dak and Aaron. When you look at his numbers, he, he is as good if not better than Sean Payton. But everybody will put those guys in the same act. Like, one's a Hall of Fame. You know why? Because he looks like me. He looks like an offensive lineman. So everybody's like, oh, he kind of oh, he kind of this, he's that. He's, mm. he's, and listen, Andy Reid had the same coaching errors that Mike McCarthy has had in his career as well. So all the conversations about firing a dude with 12 wins is silly, bro. Go win with the guy you got. Who's going to be better is a better question. Well, so that, that, uh, that is a legitimate question. And, and two things can be true at the same time. He can have done an excellent job. But there is something to be said. The expression, you know, you lead a horse to water, but at some point, if it doesn't drink, do you need to see if you can get someone else to make the horse drink talk? Yeah, I mean, barring, like, bad clock management or in-game coaching things, I'm, I'm with Jeff. Okay. There's no way you fire him. And, and it goes beyond just the 12-win seasons and, hey, we want wins in the playoffs. Look at the team. Look at the way that the players are playing. Right. They're motivated. Your quarterback that you say is the future is having his best season ever. And this is a, a guy who's been coaching for 17 years. Offensive football has changed, and yet when he took over, this offense played better. C.D. Lamb is his best. Dak Prescott is his best. The defense is still playing great. I'm with you. You have to look at the trajectory of the team. And they are better this year their line than they were in the run ago. game. Worse, but, but here's the thing. Let me get Graziano in on this. I'm reading Shefty's column. I mean, my initial inclination is to think, yeah, he did enough this year to, to keep his job. That would be my, my, my general reaction to this. But I'm reading Shefty's column on Sunday, um, you know, before the last games, and he said there is a sentiment around the league that how their season ends could very much decide this. To Hawk's point, if they have a, if they flame out against New, uh, yeah. Green Bay, if they, he has another one of these clock men, if they don't get a ball snap to whatever it is, that Jerry might decide to make a change. There is that sentiment around the league. That is the, the same thing I kind of said about the Eagles in yeah. the last segment. Like, people are watching this situation. Now, it's important to note a couple of things here. I'm not hearing that from inside the Dallas Cowboys right. building. They're happy with Mike McCarthy. 
Flip side, he has one year left on his contract, and the reason that Jerry's having these interviews right now is, is the question is, you know, why not extend him then? And he's saying, well, it's the playoffs. This is how he because does he's it. he's a one-armed paper hanger, Dan. He's too he's busy, busy right now. Remember, uh, you know, they did this with Jason Garrett a couple of times. Yeah. Right? Let him go into the final year of his contract without an extension. And the first couple times, he had a big year. And he responded well. So I think there's something in Jerry that feels like, this might be the way to get the best out of a coach is, is, to, is to let him kind of, you know, go into the, the lame duck year. So don't be surprised if that happens regardless of how far they go in the playoffs. But the key thing to remember, the sentiment around the league is one thing. The Dallas Cowboys do not necessarily operate their franchise the way most people seem to perceive they do. They, are, they have been a stay-the-course franchise. They feel like they have a good roster, and one of these years it'll break through. If they fall apart in the playoffs and they can pin it on McCarthy and say this guy will never win us a playoff game because he doesn't know how to coach one, then sure, maybe minds get changed. But I believe Jerry Jones's mind would have to be changed significantly if he makes a move on Mike McCarthy this offseason. So that's the beauty of a show like this is that we've got a bunch of different opinions. They're all fully legitimate, and we'll see sure. what they wind up doing. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, one person will make that decision. Right. Yep. And we all know who that one person is. Let me just reverse the question then. Do you expect it to happen? Jeff, Jeff believes the Cowboys have a really nice path to the NFC Championship game. Do you? They're going to get Green Bay? And then they, they're most likely going to get Detroit. They stay out of San Francisco for a while. Maybe they're not. Do you like the Cowboys' path? Do you expect them to? No, I like the their path, and I don't expect that they're going to lose in a wild card round. I don't think they'll lose in a divisional round. But, I mean, they're, they're still poised to go up against the San Francisco 49ers. And, again, you're in a situation where you could be bounced from the playoffs three straight years by the same opponent. Right. Under which circumstance, if you're the owner, you're saying something has to change. All I'm saying is this. You're judged based on the results. They bought Mike McCarthy in there to win a championship. Jeff, I know you're resistant to change because of his regular season success. You asked the question about those teams moving on from those coaches. The most recent example, Mike McCarthy, they, they hired Mike Rabel two years later, conference championship. Right. John Fox fired two years later, Super Bowl. Tony Judge fired next year, Super Bowl. So we've seen teams make this bold move, and it actually worked out for them. I am worried about Mike McCarthy in the game management. We saw it a little bit at the end of that Detroit Lions yes. game, that second and 14, though having a pass play. You, you gave the Lions an extra minute o'clock when you didn't have to. Those are some of the problems. Yep. Think about the last two playoff losses, game management at the end. Yep. Problematic. All I'm simply saying is it's not outside of the realm of possibility to think the Cowboys could come up short and get bounced earlier than they expected because of the head coach. Right, your radio show is yelling at me, Maya, that we have to get you. Can we just show the slippers really hey, quick? Hey, we got show the slippers. Here we go. Can we show the check slippers? Check my footwork. Cindy. Check my footwork. Check my footwork. Check my footwork. There we go. One of those. One of those. One of those. One of those is the size of my car. Yeah, look at that. Actually, before we let him go, Hawk, can you stand up next to him? Yeah, yeah. Do this. We played. We played the same profession. We played the same. We played the same. Same job. We played the same. Played the same sport. This is this is the beauty of football. That's it. That's it. My dog. My dog. Unsportsmanlike. Go go go! They're yelling at me. Unsportsmanlike. ESPN Radio. Huge lineup on ESPN, ABC, Deportes, and ESPN Plus. Coming up Saturday afternoon. Great hockey. Sunday Spanish Super Cup final. Monday night. Eagles and Bucks, and then next week it's UFC 297. Don't miss a minute here in January. Coming up, the Allen Wrench in Buffalo. Do the Bills need him to be Superman, or can they get to the Super Bowl with him playing more like Clark Kent? We'll answer that question next.
We're back on Get Up, and here's how you know we like Andrew Hawkins. Yeah. He's got a feature with That's his name right. on it. It is time for the inaugural edition of Hawkeye. Here we go, Hawk. Uh, will Tyreek Hill be the X Factor Saturday night in Kansas City? That's exactly what I'm looking for. I think he will be the X Factor. It's a revenge game for Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is one of those rare players who goes out and says what he's going to do, and he doesn't. It's important this week because the Miami Dolphins need him. Their defense is struggling. They have a lot of injuries. Will they get pressure on Pat Mahomes in order to keep pace with the Chiefs, no matter how their receivers play? Tyreek Hill has to have his best game of the season. Minus nine degrees is what we're looking at Saturday night. Thank God right. we're home. Young quarterback, C.J. Stroud, Jordan Love handling playoff pressure. What are you watching for? I'm watching how they handle it because yeah. playoff football in the NFL is different than regular season football. The same way regular season NFL football is different than the preseason. There is a heavier gravitas. Trust me, there is more pressure. It is more intense. So for young players like Jordan Love, like C.J. Stroud, how will they react? I expect Jordan Love to start a little slow because it's kind of his M.O. and figure it out. C.J. Stroud is a Browns fan. I'm worried about it. I think he comes out firing. And then what are you watching for with this guy Sunday? Will the real Josh Allen please stand up? Because I don't know which one is going to show up in the wild card playoff. Is it going to be the Superman or is it going to be the Clark Kent? Is he going to throw three interceptions or is he going to throw five touchdown passes? That determines how the Buffalo Bills go, and it's been the issue with them all season. Josh Allen is an elite, talented quarterback, but the turnovers are an issue. Even the win against Miami, he made that a lot harder than it should be. And he could do both in the same game. That's right. That's the real Josh Allen, the guy that does both in the same game. We're going to have our first fight, Hawk. Here's the problem. <laughs> Here's the thing about Josh. After I got Allen, a segment. Dang. Is that is yeah. that everyone just, just in, hope you enjoyed just it. when you're yes. <laughs> and, and that was the last edition of Hawkeye. <laughs> here on got. Here's the thing about Allen is that everyone he had 412 yards of offense in that game on Sunday night yeah. by himself. Yeah, two People end zone interceptions. To, no, like, but but my point is both things can be true. Yes, but no one else can. You you can't ask a person to give you over 400 yards of offense and then say, but also don't make any mistakes. Not you any can't mistakes. put that much on a person's plate and expect every play to be perfect. Well, there's, there's, there, yes, I agree. He is incredible. He is elite. He is the reason why the Bills are who they are. But you can't ask him to mitigate the mistakes. And it's not just one. It's two, it's two picks. It's See, a fumble. And there's missed throws to Stephon Diggs. Again, that game shouldn't have been as hard as it was. You can ask him to mitigate the mistakes. That's what's amazing about him. (laughs) He throws two end zone interceptions and loses a fumble, and yet when he got third and 13 at the biggest part of the game, he just runs for it. Like, no problem. Like, I'm just going to pick this up. So you you just sort of have to accept all of it. Like, that's the beauty of Josh Allen. Like, that's what makes him so much fun is is it's warts and all. Like, you know he's going to potentially put you in trouble, but that he can also get you out of that same trouble. Yeah. Jeff, here's the problem I have with the, the Josh Allen conversation, and I know that you know this is something that I've been banging the drum on now for a few weeks. But if you, I'm trying to think of an analogy. If I say to you, I'm going to give you like a, a ton of food, I need you to eat all of it as quickly as you can. You're going to spill a few crumbs on the floor because you just can't eat that much that fast and not and not have some of it fall out onto the floor. And that's the point. We asked Josh Allen to do absolutely everything. Again, he personally had 412 net yards of offense on Sunday night. And, and interception so in the end zone is not a crumb on the floor. Dude, no, no, well, it's like, like knocking the <laughs> when you win the game, very it's a burger falling play. out of the it's bun. It's like you knock the whole plate on the floor, and you're like, I'm going to grab some. And, and here's the deal. The, the interception, like on the zero blitz, and he throws it. There's not 
a receiver within five. He just blindly threw. It's those. You can mitigate that, right? You can look back and go, hey, man, we'll take our three right here. It, the, 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 listen, the play before half where he throws it inbound and he gets stopped in the end zone, McDermott was about to lose his freaking – and he should because everybody knows that ball's got to go in the end zone or out of bounds. It's, it's, listen, the details in football matter, and the better your competition gets, the more that will show up, and that's what scares McDermott. Let's just the- analyze where we are here. This team was 6-6. Six and six. All of a sudden, they're the two seed. They're staring at the, the equivalent of a bye Fantastic. against Pittsburgh without T.J. Watt. Their path, all of a sudden, do they have the easiest path, you think, of anybody? You like their path the best? I like their path. Absolutely. I like the Dallas Cowboys path even better. I really really do. I know that sounds crazy. I'm just telling you. (laughs) That's the end of the Buffalo conversation. We just had the Canty conversation, but let me just say this. They have to play, obviously they got Green Bay. It's going to be a big and, – and Jordan Love can give them some problems because of how they present. But I think they win that one. But then you have the Rams playing Detroit in Detroit. You have Matthew Stafford, who is actually a really good matchup against Detroit. If for some reason the Rams were to beat Detroit – then they go play San Fran in San Francisco. The Cowboys get the, the Eagles or the Bucks, right? So they're going to travel through, in my opinion, on that one. You're going to a division opponent. The Rams playing the 49ers should scare all the 49er fans as well. Division opponents are not scared of each other. They see each other all the time. They understand what's going to happen. And, and as good as San Fran is, you, you give McVay a fighter's chance. Dallas could literally have the NFC Championship game in their place. It, which is an absolute absurdity if we would have talked about this three weeks ago or four weeks ago where, uh, where uh, Eagles were when they were. This is a – I'm just telling you, Dallas's setup is exceptional, in my opinion. I like the, way, the, 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 the picture you just painted, mm-hmm. which is the Rams beating Detroit, which will make me feel terrible for all the Absolutely. Lions fans. Because yep. of all things after this season to have Stafford come back and beat them. Yeah, but yeah. I, think he, I think he's got a very good chance to he's, do it. They're live. And the Rams the last two months have been as good as anybody Hot. in the league – they go in there and they knock off Sanford. They do the Cowboys' dirty work for them, and the whole road to the Super Bowl goes through Big D. Are you buying it? I'm buying it. And at that point, if you can, that scenario and the Cowboys lose, then we can revisit the McCarthy fire <laughs> scenario. <laughs> because that is an advantageous track to a Super Bowl. The NFC Championship game, he loses at <laughs> yeah. home, and we're firing. They go, what? I like the scenario, though. I like the picture that he's painting. I like it, too. I think it's worth pointing out that some of us knew all along the Cowboys would have home games in the playoffs. Just That's true. Sure. <laughs> you did. Uh, Witchcraft. That, that everybody but not, not three of them. Not how, but that they would. Not uh, three of them. Yeah, and look, it could happen. I mean, Rams, yeah, I think that's a great point about Rams 49ers if it gets to that as a division game. They play each other twice a year. Yep. They know each other well, and they're not going to be scared of each other. But, yeah, Dallas, this, it's set up for them. It's set up. Like having the home game. That was, a, that was massive to have the home game, uh, and they need to take care of business. And, and think and, about the Rams. And, the only loss they had in the past month and a half is – is Baltimore, Baltimore in, a in Baltimore game. in yeah. overtime? In overtime, like so like going going you no. know punch for punch. So you saw what Baltimore did to San. So it's not like it's out of the realm of possibilities. Right. This thing could cruise right. through. So I think that's I think that's very important to, to keep in mind. If the Rams were to beat the Lions, the only way the Rams have to play the Cowboys is if what? No, no, impossible. they don't. Right, yeah, they're the lowest seat. Right, they move. Uh, yeah, so yeah. that that yeah. right. three-six so, game will decide where everybody right, wants right, right, right. going. So if it's yep. six, then they the Rams go to San Francisco. Yep. They got to be ecstatic in Dallas about the way this played out. San Fran and Baltimore are the only two teams that I don't like the Dallas Cowboys against. Yeah, and they can't possibly play them until conference championship or Super Bowl. Yep. Exactly. And yeah. m- meaning you think they cruise through Green Bay this weekend? I think they beat Green Bay, and and in that scenario where the Rams are beat the 49ers. 
and they see him in the conference championship, I expect the Cowboys to be in the Super Bowl. Mike McCarthy in the Super Bowl or fired? Those feel like like the two ends of the spectrum. Oh, we got an NBA doubleheader coming your way tonight. We got Steph and the Warriors. We got Zion and the Pelicans. That's 8.30 Eastern on ABC. Meanwhile, on on ESPN, we have Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets taking on Utah. NBA countdown tips off the night at 7.30 Eastern on ESPN. Coming up, LeBron and the Lakers battling right to the buzzer. We've got controversy, a post-game rant you absolutely have to hear. Oh, it's epic. We are live live in New England. Is today decision day? Could this be the hour that the greatest era in pro football history comes to an end? We'll take you there live next.